What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. What's happening, everybody? Once again, it's Sunday in and around 6 p.m. where we do the recording of the podcast you love to hate or you hate to love or whatever you want to call it. It is your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. What's going on? So so we could get started. We could get through this. I'm going to be honest. If you're like me, you like watching football, you like you know, it's wild card weekend. If you saw the video I uploaded uh, for my game stream, you know, I made picks. Some of those picks did not come to fruition. Thanks a lot, Seattle. Thanks a lot, Tennessee. And we're watching the Chicago uh, New Orleans game right now. But we always got to start off with the shameless plug. Now, I did talk about a little bit about going to the shameless plug and just pre-recording it and playing it every time I do this. I still haven't done that. I, you know what? I think I'm like the biggest procrastinator when it comes to everything, everything, everything. Now, when it comes to talking about what's going on today, show, I'm not going to talk about what I did to my man, King Kong on Xbox One, uh, his gaming channel. He dropped 50 points on me in, John, in Madden. That was that hurt my feelings. But then I played him, and then I dropped 56 points on him. Ah, I ain't even going to talk about it. I played him again today to give him a you know chance to redeem himself and whoop that tail. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. 28 to... What was it, 14? No, seven. <laughs> but anyway, I ain't even going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. But let's get the shameless plug out the way. Hey, everybody, thanks a lot for tuning in. Please make sure you hit the like, share, and subscribe button here at youtube.com slash goingfullnerd. And you can check out the podcast that we record this for on anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd. Or you can do a goingfullnerd search on your favorite Streaming music channels such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, 
Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. You can also check out and buy merchandise on goingfullnerd.com. And you can also donate to the Going Full Nerd cause by going to goingfullnerd.stream and donating amount to keep things going. In other words, keep the lights on. You know, I got LED lights and I, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're low energy consuming lights, but I still need money to keep them going. So it is what it is. Do what you got to do. All right. Let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. What is today? What is today? Today I'm doing a review on uh, something I peeped out on Netflix. Now I'm going to throw it out at you. I I really got a lot of stuff I got to do, man. I am like the ultimate procrastinator. It's it's like I start doing stuff and it's like, you know, oh, shiny. Let me go do this. Oh, shiny. Let me go do this. And then you got to do other stuff. But, you know, you will get the video about the T-shirts soon. I know people have been asking about these. As you can see, I'm wearing my Thanos Infinity War T-shirt today. You know, that's how it feels, you know. But anyway, let's get let's get to the review. Let's get to it. And then we can let everyone get back to what they do. And you can listen to this in your car and all that good stuff. And you can hear my golden tones. Go. <laughs> but anyway, the title of today's stream is Boom! Marvel Anime X-Men on Netflix. Is it a pass? Or is it a fail? Yo, let me tell you, I was surprised to see this. But this is the thing. The 90s X-Men cartoon on Fox, it was the gold standard, pretty much. It drew a lot of people to the X-Men as a whole. Now, for people that know me from back in the day and people that grew up, reading comics and things like that. We all know that X-Men was the shiznit growing up. I mean, the stories, the characters, they were ahead of their time back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. But it was the literal launching point when they did the 90s Fox X-Men cartoon for those Fox X-Men movies. Everybody started getting in on it. And whether you loved or hated those Fox movies, which I like some, and I dislike a few more than I like. Um, they were some of the hottest properties out there cashing in on the popularity of the X-Men. I mean, you know, pretty much. I mean, who wanted to, you wanted to see Wolverine, you know? You wanted to see Halle Berry as Storm, even though that was like the worst casting choice for me, I, I, I would have picked like Iman back then to be Storm. But anyway, it's all good. And Professor X and Magneto. So now let's look at the gap. Let's look at the gap. You got all this. You know, seeing all these characters on the small screen, the big screen, you could do that now. You could watch the 90s cartoons on DVD or find them somewhere streaming online and things like that. Um, you could catch um, Blu-rays, DVDs, you know, all that good stuff. But here's the thing. Netflix dug up. And I'm going to say Netflix dug this up because I, I'm trying to think, did I even know about these at the time they were created? And that's surprising because I, I usually got my finger on the pulse 
of stuff like that. So here's the deal. Netflix dug up an animated series back in 2011, Marvel Anime, you know, and um, the Marvel Anime, it, 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 it was comprised of a lot of things. Now, the ones that they have on Netflix now is Marvel Anime X-Men and Marvel Anime Wolverine. So I just started watching the X-Men, which there's one season, 12 episodes, and it's your basic Japanese animation style. So I got curious and said, you know what? You know what? I'm going to take a look and I'm going to try it out. You know, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to peep it out. So before we get any further, I'm just going to let you know there's minor spoilers included. There may be major spoilers included because I don't know when to shut my mouth, but it is what it is. Watch it anyway, even though you may know what's coming up. And that's just because you got to get your own opinion about the emotion and stuff of a story. That's why I don't care if people spoil things for me because I got to watch it and I got to connect with it myself. So, you know, some people don't feel that way. So if you don't feel that way, pause this. If you're listening to it recorded and, you know, or if you're watching live and you want to know, you don't want to deal with the spoilers, you know, I hate to see you go hit this with a like, come back tomorrow after you've watched all 12 episodes and get back with me. All right. We're going, we're going to go there. So here's the deal. The X-Men weren't the only ones to get this Marvel anime uh, treatment. The Marvel anime project, it reimagined top Marvel characters for a Japanese audience. So this was not made for us here in the U S bottom line. It was not, it was not. Now they did this via four 12 part series. They had, um, an Iron Man, a Wolverine, which we said we we're going to get to. They had an X-Men and they had Blade. I think somewhere I heard about the Blade. So now I got to go searching for the Iron Man and the Blade because I got to go ahead and, you know, I got to bring the, I got to watch these. I got to critique these. I got to say two cents about these. All right. So. Here's the thing. These things aired in Japan on Animax between October 2010 and September 2011. All right. So the announcement for these were made in 2009 San Diego Comic-Con. And according to former Madhouse president and CEO Jungo Maruto, and I think Madhouse was the studio that made these, um, Marvel gave the anime studio free reign to reimagine the Marvel superheroes for Japanese audiences. The English version would premiere then in the United States on the now defunct G4 TV, if you remember that, or G4 Network, or whatever you want to call it. So this series was guided by Warren Ellis, you know, big writer Warren Ellis. So you know this may have had some good stuff to it. I'm, I'm just saying. It might have been. Um, so the quote, from Simon Phillips, who was at that time president of Marvel International, he said it will create an entire parallel universe for Marvel. So now, just that statement alone, just that statement alone says, okay, get off its back, eh? get off its back, Onyx, get off its back, because it's not going to be just like the comics. It's not going to go there. So get off their back, but you know I gotta come. I gotta compare stuff to their source material because source material rules all. I know we don't get direct adaptations of source material, but I realized 
when I watch a lot of these different stories and I watch a lot of these comic book related materials, when the closer you get to the source material, the better the story is. You can't do an exact one for one because a lot of the mediums, whether live action, animation or whatever, they don't really lend themselves to it because you want to use more popular characters. You want to use current characters that people could go out and find right here and now instead of trying to look up back issues and things like that. But we got to go ahead and do this. So let's, let's go ahead. So, but back to the X-Men. Let's talk to it. Take a sip of my adult beverage. Whew, I've been talking a lot. That, that, you know what? I talk too much. <laughs> hmm. So let's move on. Let's rock it. All right. So the X-Men that they focus on in this particular series, they've got, they make mention of Phoenix, Jean Grey, okay? Cyclops, the White Queen, Beast, Storm, Wolverine, Professor X, and to those who don't know, uh, a, a, a not as popular or well-known X-Men, X-Man or X-Woman, whatever you want to call her, X-Kid, known as Armor, okay? Needless to say, they included the Japanese heritage X-Man armor, okay, to bond and relate to the Japanese audience. That's why she was there. It makes so much sense. But anyway, so loosely adapting and combining the end of the Dark Phoenix tale, which has been done time and time again, they kind of mixed in the U-Men storyline from Grant Morrison's run on the new X-Men comic books, which came out like 2001. Um, they also kind of mixed in um, just a little bit of how they introduce these teenage characters to the X-Men because I kind of felt some hints of, you know, Kitty Pride and, and Jubilee mixed in with the armor character. So they, they did their best to try to encompass a lot of this stuff, even though they deviated a lot from, you know, from their, what, what, what what's the best for me from the source material, best way to say. Now, I could tell you, I kind of enjoyed the storyline that they kind of went through with this, the, the kind of melding, the moving. Um, it kept me interested from start to finish, though a lot of it had been exaggerated. I mean, you know, they had the Hellfire Club. Uh, they were the primary antagonists uh, for the most part. I mean, it was kind of cool. It, it, But they did exaggerate a lot of superficial traits. Wolverine was the caring asshole, berserker rage, ah, ah, Scott, ah, ah, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, Cyclops, Scott was the asshole all through. Beast was so analytical, you know, well, you know, on his high horse, using the, you know, scientific terms, things like that. Professor X, you know, to me, my X-Men, X-Men, you know, with that kind of, you know, that voice. So it was like, all right, all right, we getting there, we getting there. But here's the thing. I feel that a lot, a lot of the characters did have some issues, you know, some of the issues. Now, some of the issues that I saw were the character models, the costumes, look pretty good. I mean, you can look at the thumbnail that I have on my episode. The costumes looked kind of all right. I mean, they did kind of 
keep like an X-Men standard. This is closer to the 90s, early 2000 X-Men costume standard, which I, you know, which I, I kind of dig. I, I kind of dug that, you know, the, the mix of the movie leathers with the spandex blue. Okay. We, you know, it is what it is. Um, white queen, Emma Frost with the white, you know, bikini corset thing. I mean, they kept that. That's all right. But here goes the thing. Let's rate it so we could get on with the end of this. <laughs> but anyway, the animation style, I give it a four. It's your basic Japanese animation style, kind of exaggerated. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of Ninja Scroll with the faces. It was a little smoother, kind of that type of stuff as far as the animation. Story, I give it a four. Heavy on the dramatics. Um, but it was solid. It flowed especially with the little secondary stories that you put together towards the end to get to the, you know, the climax of the film or the climax of the series. All right. Comic book accuracy. Obviously, we're going to drop it down to about a three. You know, understand it was promoted as a parallel Marvel Universe or alternate reality story, but little details like Storm having brown eyes. There's one thing I cannot stand, and that's that's one detail you should never mess up. Storm is a mute. Storm is a goddess that they, was revered in Africa. And part of the reason Storm was a mutant is the white hair, okay, and the blue eyes, okay? If that on an African dark-skinned goddess that was not mixed with Caucasian isn't a mutant tendency, I don't know what is. And they did not do that. But it is what it is. They did still have that Hollyberry and that X-Men 90s animated, oh, goddess, oh, you know, they had that her preachy sound from that. So they did keep, keep that. It was all good. Now, here's the deal. While this is dubbed in English, you want to get some additional context, turn on the closed captioning. Because what I found out, I had the closed captioning on by mistake, but I left it on. Because you got a little bit more of the story in closed caption in addition to the audio dialogue because it's not a one-for-one -one translation. I guess that's because of the Japanese language um, carrying so much more meaning, meaning than the English language. You know what? I don't know. Don't get me lying. But it was kind of cool. Character substitutions, you know, it made it appealing for the Japanese audience. But, you know, things like um, they had a character, Yui, Yui Sasaki. This character was obviously a mix of Dr. Maura McTaggart and Gabrielle Haller. All right. Those of you who follow X-Men know that one was a mutant scientist, was a, you know, mutant, you know, research scientist. And the other was Professor X's boo thing. All right. And then they also had a character, Takeo Sasaki, who ended up being a mix of two separate characters. First character being Legion, Professor X's son. Oh my gosh, why well, I always do that? I got to watch that out. I got to watch that. Legion being Professor X's son and Proteus, the reality-altering mutant son of Maura McTaggart. So they kind of combined multiple storylines. You know, just... It made my skin curl, but it worked for the story. You know, it changed, it changed a few things. It changed it. But, you know, when you combine 
Professor X's notorious boothangs, Gabrielle Holler, Maura McTaggart, you know, AKA Professor X's baby mama. They ain't let him know. They ain't go after him for child support. You know, it, it was crazy. You know, uh, uh, Professor X really needs to go on Maury. You know, I, I, I really, I really think that needs to happen. I they think that needs to happen, but is it a pass or is it a fail? It is a pass. Your boy Onyx gives the whole series, all 12 episodes. It gets a four out of five overall because it's actually an interesting watch, you know, especially for longtime X-Men fan like myself. Now, here's the thing. I wish they could have had a second or subsequent seasons because they teased a lot of little things. They threw some animation at the end. They showed like Captain Britain. They showed Nightcrawler. They showed Deadpool. They showed Iron Man in it. So they uh, they showed Archangel. Like it was like, oh man, this would have been awesome because I would have loved to have seen their full take on like the Dark Phoenix saga and possibly maybe go take it, you know, the Imperial Guard, Lelandra, another one of, you know, Professor X's boothangs. You know, that would have been kind of cool, but it is what it is. But what I will say is, is if you're a comic book fan, you know, watch this, enjoy it, take it for what it's worth. If you've never seen any type of X-Men material or you just only watched X-Men movies, please watch it, enjoy it. Don't try to connect it or make sense of it in combination with any of the other X-Men stuff like I just did. Because if you can't tell the difference or try to start combining mythologies, you're going to confuse yourself, everybody, and you're going to tick off us old school longtime fans. That's just the way it is. All right. Watch it. Enjoy it. It's a good afternoon watch, uh, maybe two afternoons, something to kind of pass the time. I'll take a look at the Wolverine one, give you my two cents about that. If it's about the same, it'll be a passing side note. But anyway, folks, that's it. That's all I got for you today. Thanks a lot. I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in. Shout out to everybody that joined in the chat. Omar. Red, low cuts, great to see y'all come in, chime in. As always, you're greatly appreciated. And what I will say is what I always say. If you can't say, you know what? Before I even get to that, let's do a little commentary. Let's little have a little afterword of the thought. This past week, we saw some crazy foolishness. We saw a live action reenactment of Olympus has fallen. We saw some BS go down that we should not have seen go down. No matter what your viewpoint, no matter how you feel, I'm going to tell you, people should be arrested. People should be held accountable for their actions and people need to get a grip and grow the F up. That's all your boy got to say. Now let's get to it. Hey, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Send it to me on Twitter. That's the Twitter handle of Onyx, O-N-Y, triple X, one, nine, six, nine. I had a lot of unfollows this week, and I think I know why, but I don't care. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Let me hit that funky outro music. You know what? Because I'm still fly. But I'm still fly, I'm still fly, I know I'm still fly, I'm still fly, let's go It could all be worse, I could be a hater like you It could all be worse
but yo, sometimes you just gotta look at it. Hey, I didn't really mean to get political with that last statement right there, but people need to grow that up. It, it's just ridiculous. But make sure you like, share, and subscribe this video. If you go ahead and take a look over here, you can click the subscribe and you can check out the last two videos. Well, not so much the last two. You can click a video that is chosen specifically for you and you can see the last video that I dropped. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. It's my time, it's my time, it's my time to ride it out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cheers to all the haters, cause you're